to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 201, The War Games, episode 4 through 6. My name is John, and joining me every time we put a cycloptic viewmaster on our heads and make our friends tell us their secrets is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, take two words. Hello, hello. Hello. Yeah, right. <laughs> How are <laughs> you? you? Doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, just cascading our way toward the school year at this point. Uh, yes. Amber, my amazing wife and, and, and now first grade teacher, starts with her students tomorrow. And Perrin starts next Monday and Echo starts the Tuesday after that. So it's just... Got those webcams up and ready? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. May I recommend a ring light for, for proper lighting? You know, funny enough, we bought a ring light. Oh, great. Um, not quite sure if it'll end up getting used or not um, because we've got some pretty decent lighting uh, here in what was formerly the game room. Now I guess we're calling it the workroom. I'm not sure. The workroom, right by the kitchen, if I recall. It, correct, right yes. by the kitchen. By the sliding glass door. Uh, we don't have a sliding you glass You don't have door. a sliding glass door? What is mm-hmm. what is the no. um, that leads out to the, to the backyard? I feel like there were uh, two doors. There is. There's one from the dining room, and it's then a there's door. one from this room. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking. But of. on both sides of it, it's 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 all like windows, so lots of light coming in. Ah, excellent. Um, but yes, anytime that you hear, say, the dishwasher going off or memers coming in for food, that is because I'm right next to the kitchen. I know. I've seen this. It's been a while, but I've seen it has the, been a while. I've so seen yes. the setup. You have. I do recall it. You have indeed. How um, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. I am super busy. I have been. This weekend was nuts. Uh, what did I What did I have to do? I edited a podcast. Uh-huh. Um, I actually edited a podcast, and I also edited a trailer for a podcast that's coming out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I did those two things. Um, I played a lot of Modern Warfare Warzone. Mm-hmm. I hosted my wrestling stream, and I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I watched <laughs> Lauren and I watched George of the Jungle, the, oh, di- wow. the Disney the one, Brendan Fraser. Yes, vehicle. Yeah, okay. Um, it wasn't. It had some very funny bits in it that were not like fart related. <laughs> oh boy, I know it's weird, but there were some very like very um. Yes, they were very good bits. There, I laughed. Nice. I laughed heartily a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So that was good. And um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I went to che- so I went to Cheesecake Factory. Full stop. Hold on. Um, I went to go pick up stuff from there. And yeah, holy moly, um, there are people eating in restaurants. Yeah, and it is very concerning. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't not a fan of it. I just we had a I have had this gift card for many years. I was like, let's go get dessert. Let's just call ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll go in there and, and get it. And yeah, I mean it overall it was okay, but man oh man, there were people in that restaurant. Ugh. But anyway, yeah. besides that I'm doing pretty good. Good. Good, good, good. I, I get it though. There's ah, you know, you see people out, and it's like, what, why are you, you – if you're going to wear a mask, it needs to be over your nose and over your mouth, not covering your chin. Yes. It's not a fashion accessory. No. It is saving you from a deadly virus. Yeah, Just man. Quit it already. I don't I don't get it. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. But here we are still. Yeah, <laughs> still. Still. It, yes, is, it very, is August. Very likely working from home at least through the end of the year. I can almost guarantee you. It is August. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, despite that, we need we need to move on to what is making us happy this week. Taylor, would you like to go first? Uh, sure. Now, obviously, I think there is part of our who news today that is uh, making me very happy. But Absolutely. we will get to that. Yes. We will get to that. Um, 
but I know last week I had mentioned, oh, I'm kind of like delving into some anime just mm-hmm. because there's nothing really enticing on TV um, right now. And there was one that got mentioned in a live stream for the Unbelievers podcast, which I've mentioned those guys mm. on here before. Very funny podcast. Mm-hmm. If you like, you know, um, kind of the more irreverent side of the paranormal, I would definitely recommend checking them out. They're very funny, very nice people. Um, well, there was one that came up because they had done an episode on flying humanoids. Um, and apparently there is a song called Flying Humanoids, which is also the um, opening theme to an anime called Occult Academy. Okay. And and I went, oh, wait a second. I remember these guys mentioning this. And I just, I dug back through a bunch of old live streams trying to find it. Um, and and I found it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try watching it, obviously, because like Mothman is in the credits. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, this this has got to be good. And um, it's I'm it's only one season, so it's only about 13 episodes, um, and I'm four episodes in, but it is really good. Um, there's some humor to it. There's lots of little references to UFO encrypted lore and 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 all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, highly recommend it. Really enjoying it. Trying not to burn through it so I can kind of savor it a little bit, but that is what is making me happy this week. Awesome. Good, good stuff there. Now I did say I had a busy weekend and one of the things that, that made me happy this weekend, I actually also forgot to mention that I watched a little bit of doctor who this weekend. That was not our episode this week. And the other thing that that's making me happy, which that ties into is I guested on the who knew podcast yeah, uh, I remember yesterday. you mentioned that that was going to happen. Yeah, uh, I guested on their podcast. Uh, I had a very awesome recording session with the gang over there. It was a lot of fun. I think there were six of us total. Um, nice. It was it it was very cool. It's it. I think when we got in and Eugene was telling me how he's like, so this is how it goes. And I go, oh, so you guys are an organized podcast. Got it. <laughs> Got it. And it, it it went very we recorded for I wanna say two and a half hours and it wow that time flew by. It was it was a great conversation with great people and I'm excited for everyone to hear it. I think I, I um I said some interesting things. Nice. <laughs> not well, and, to pat myself you, on the back, but No, you should. And I, I I if I'm not mistaken, that is probably one of your uh favorite yeah. stories. Yes, uh, I know when we reviewed it, you know, we both had good things to say. Yeah, I had to go back and see when we reviewed it. And I think it was episode 65. It, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> yes. for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I know that we run into the Who New guys uh, and the Who New crew, maybe we should call them, at, uh, at Gallifrey One. Yeah. So, uh, uh, God willing, ugh, getting really nervous. Yeah, we t- uh, we, we talked about that off air and I said, yeah, probably uh, figure out some other plans. <laughs> I, look, I've 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 said this on Twitter, and and I I definitely mean it. That if for some reason uh, Gallifrey One is either canceled or postponed or in some other way uh, doesn't happen, or even if it goes virtual for a year, um, I still would love to get as much of our greater uh, Galley fam, like all the friends that we would see there. Uh, you know, let's 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 make some Zoom calls. Let's let's do yeah. some watch alongs just to hang out and, and kind of have that connection. Yeah, that would be that would be most excellent if we could do yeah. that. I will say, Taylor, um, they asked me. They said, "What's the name of your podcast again?" I told them, and I I believe it was Frank. I can't remember who it was, but they um, a couple of them looked up and they said, "Who comes up with the titles?" And I said that's all oh. ta- that's all Taylor and they said really? these are hilarious. So oh, there that you makes go. Me happy. There's something else that's make me happy. <laughs> I I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to tell him that." I I enjoy coming up with our alternate titles so much. Yes, the 100 shovels one was uh, yes. a big hit. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Yes. 
Awesome. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Be on the lookout for that. You can find them. I believe they're on iTunes and you can find them over at who news or, Oh my goodness. Who knew podcast? (laughs) Cause we're getting to who news. So, uh, it's who knew podcast and that'll be in the, uh, in the show notes. I'll make sure to let, uh, Taylor know about that. I will get that in there. And I think they told me October 25th. So it's a little it's a little ways out there. So you got some time, but give them a listen. They they have a really good format. They have some really they have some really good uh folks over there that have a lot of great opinions and definitely check them out. Very nice. <clears throat> All right. Shall we? Who knows? I yes. mean, I don't know if anything really happened that is uh It's it's been a slow week, yeah. man. I I just I don't know what to tell you. Um but it uh oh man. Oh boy, we we will get there. We'll we'll, 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 we'll see really amazing stuff to uh to whet your appetite. Whet whet, whet your appetite. Whet. It's 2020, folks, still and um apparently Paul McGann has um just done his first ever podcast interview. I mean, I guess that's not, it's not with us. Yes, first of all, it's not with us. <laughs> Paul, what what the heck, man? I I almost find this really difficult because I know I know that McGann has done like a little intro drop for uh Gallifrey Public Radio. And I'm like, have they not interviewed him? That's v- it's very strange. But I mean, yeah. g- good for him. Uh I it's a two-parter it looks like. Yeah, he talked with a, a podcast called Follow Your Curiosity. It's a podcast where people talk about their creative journeys. That should be very interesting. Yeah, it's, and you're right. It is being released in two parts on the 5th and 19th of August. So one episode is already out right now. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is coming uh, next Wednesday, the 19th. Excellent. So you can find the link to that in the link that we have the news story about this in the show notes there you go um next up again a little bit of mcgann news but uh you know time lord victorious however you feel about it whether you are someone who's like okay this is just too much for me to kind of follow because there's so much media um or if you are hardcore and you are tracking every last thing down you might want to track down um the big finish releases for time lord victorious on double vinyl. Yeah, man. And let you me tell crazy you, crazy hipsters. These, uh, these, the cover art for these are, uh, first of all, they match up, make yes. one big picture, and they are awesome. They really are. The artwork is great. And I know, I mean, and I think anybody who is a fan of vinyl knows you can actually get, um, frames meant specifically for, yeah, uh, record jackets i've actually i've got my 12 inch um time lords doctor in the tardis oh cool uh in a frame um i i could see framing these because the art is so good absolutely yeah um and look at that disc it is it is half red half blue you would think that this was paradise towers or something (laughs) you would (laughs) you would think that but how many people would buy Paradise Towers on vinyl? I don't know. It I'm might not be more sure. Than I think. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, this is uh, this is pretty neat. If you are a fan of vinyl and you like that collector stuff and you want to get every last bit of Time Lord Victorious stuff, definitely check this piece out for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this oh, this I God. don't this I don't get. Is this true? This this is true. <laughs> This is true. Okay, so this, um, the Radio Times dropped an article this past week. Um, now, John, you might remember actor Brian Blessed as King Irkanos in the Sixth Doctor story. Um, oh, I think it was during Trial of a Time Lord. Okay, that's where, okay, yes. Right, right, yes. big, beefy guy, yeah. big beard, huge voice, um, lots of eyeliner. Yes. In, in his appearance on Doctor Who looked almost eh, Asian-esque, even though he's very much not. Right. Um, you know, that, that that's just, I guess, my perception of his makeup. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, one, you will. Yeah. Um, but strangely enough, he was actually approached by the BBC in the 1960s 
to replace William Hartnell, he would have been the second doctor. Oh, boy. So we could be watching the war games with oh my Brian God. Blessed as the second doctor. But, but when Brian Blessed, who is a big fan of Doctor Who, even then was a fan of the show, said, ooh, this is a neat idea. Here's what I would do with the role. Oh, no. The BBC politely went, oh, uh, okay, and stepped away quickly because... Oh, you know uh, why? Because this idea kind of racist. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> That's why. Just a little bit. I want to come down to it real quickly. Um, uh, okay, here it is. Here it is. He, he said. He said. Really, guys, I love Doctor Who. I love watching it, but I don't see him the way you see him. His ideas. The article goes on to state, which allegedly involved donning makeup to make the Doctor Chinese. Were quickly <laughs> shot down by BBC producers, and then they quote uh, Brian as saying they nearly had a heart attack. It scared them to effing death. Yeah. So I went off and did Three Musketeers, and that and didn't they, stop they Doctor Who, did it? No. <laughs> no, no, and and they have they have a picture ten years uh, later. in the article. Yeah, of him. Uh, I guess he got his way. Him. He he did kind of. I mean, look at that makeup. Yeah, that's um, that's not great. <laughs> that is that is not good at all. Yeah, yeah, and that it was is not making me. I just don't remember exactly which story it was. That is not making me happy this week. Goodness, I love that he was like, guys, I love Doctor Who, but have you heard my extremely racist idea for it? And the BBC was like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> I. I, I I agree. It it through our eyes now that is definitely like not okay. I mean, I know there was a lot of it happening oh, at the it time, was, and it doesn't excuse it. No, that doesn't excuse it. But um, I mean, it even happened I, like like you know, it happened like we said in the episode he was actually in. It happened in in yeah. that fourth Doctor story. Yep, the talents of Wang Chia. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean. So it is a thing. It's something obviously we need to be aware of culturally. Um, it's something that really shouldn't happen anymore. You want an Asian doctor, get an Asian actor. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I, I, I do in some ways applaud wanting to kind of like push those boundaries. You know, let's, let's do something radically different. Yes. Um, obviously him doing that, not the best choice to be doing that. Um, but yeah, we could have had Brian Blessed as the second doctor. It's funny because he's very weird right now. Yes, because when I read the first, and it was like, oh, he, they were scared of his ideas. He was too radical. I went, oh, no, it was just that. It was just that it was not a, not, no, no. Ugh. Yeah, honestly, I kind of, when I saw the headline, I was expecting, um, I don't know, I was expecting something other than that. <laughs> and now for I something completely that. different. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brian Blunt is a big uh, uh, character. You know, he, he just kind of commands a presence, but he's like, I want to play him Chinese. And it's like, uh, what? <laughs> Yikes. Well. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> speaking, speaking of second doctor stuff, we've actually got. Um, oh, yes. Yes. So um, last week we talked briefly about the animated version of the faceless ones yes which came out on dvd just as the world was locking down or most of the world was locking down mm -hmm. some people still haven't but blah 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 um and we both said oh we need to get our hands on that so we can review it yeah well it turns out bbc america must have been listening in um because on the evenings of October 7th and 8th of this year, which feels like it's a really long way away, but maybe it won't feel like that once we get there. Right. Um, BBC America is going to air the faceless ones. Yeah. So I guess, um, should we just pencil that in now? Yes. Right now, our October 12th of recording, I can almost guarantee you will be a review of the faceless ones. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and I thought I thought that was going to be like 
the big news this week. I was like, that's great. Yeah. This is terrific. Here's the story that we wanted to see anyway. They're going to be airing it. This is perfect. Um, Very exciting. But wait, there's more. Um, this week's big finish uh, freebie is uh, part one of The Nightmare Affair, which is a sixth Doctor and Perry story. Unlocked. It's unlocked, yes. <laughs> it has yeah, been I, I've got unlocked. mine down. Well, which is funny because this is one of those quote unquote like lost stories. Oh no, right? the lost stories. Taylor, I for, I had forgotten about them. Oh dear. No, no, no. <laughs> Not completely lost. See, this was remember at the end of Revelation of the Daleks that Doctor Who went on like an eighteen month hiatus? Yes. Which now we would just call in between seasons. Yes. <laughs> um hey. at the end of Revelation of the Daleks, he says, Oh, Let's go to Blackpool, which is a city in England. Uh-huh. Um, well, this is that story Ooh. where they go to Blackpool. All right. Um, and, and, it, and it is the Nightmare Fair. Um, so if you haven't heard it or don't own it, you can go get the first part of it free on the Big Finish website. Or uh, uh, once you unlock it through the site, you can download it on the app. I really wish you could just do it all through the app now, maybe someday. Maybe, maybe someday. And don't worry, everyone. I did find the list of unmade Doctor Who serials and films. Oh films? My. Oh, no. Taylor. We still we still have a Doctor Who film to get to. Oh, we do? We do. Doctor Who and uh, the Daleks, right? No, Dalek Invasion of Earth that's, 2150 AD. That's right. Which is much more exciting than Dalek Invasion of Earth 2150 BC. <laughs> uh anyway oh no proposed doctor who fa- i gotta close this oh close it john oh i closed it i know on some level you may want to talk about that more than the war games part four through six <laughs> we'll get to it we will so before we actually get to this last um thing i'll i'll intro it for you because oh, you sent because you. you sent me a tweet a water while you do that you sent me <laughs> yes yeah you sent me a tweet um i think it was on friday and if I recall the tweet, you said it was from somebody from, oh, goodness, Times, from the Radio Times. And, yeah. and it said something to the effect of I just the email I just got made me say out loud, um, holy poop or something to that effect. Right. He had, he had a press release that was embargoed until a certain you know, yes. date and time. And it was something that made him like shout out loud, like, holy crap. Yes. And we... And we kind of, I think I was like, well, what would make somebody do that? And I, I was kind of like, well, maybe they found more, maybe they found more episodes, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. And, yeah. um, it was actually, oh, I hate to be that guy, but an embargoed press release just dropped into my inbox that, uh, genuinely made me say, holy S out loud. So I, we were like, is it the trailer? Is it this? Well, it actually turned out to be our next news item, Taylor. Which is mother flipping Chris Eccleston. <laughs> the ninth doctor is coming to big finish for 12 adventures starting May of 2021. I got, I just got the chills. The chills, they're multiplying. I, seriously, seriously I'm, I'm not joking. When, when I read this, like I, I seriously, it was Saturday morning. Perrin and I had stepped out to the bus to do a little bit of tinkering while it was still cool because it was almost going to be a hundred degrees. I come back inside and I'm looking at Twitter, and like by ten minutes, I had missed this news dropping, and I, I'm just like, "What are you? <laughs> wait, seriously? I'm like, this is am- I was emotional. Yeah, this is. I was quite literally emotional. This is um, this is something. This is what a what a thing to drop on us. Oh yeah. This I I will go out on a limb and say that this is the best news of of almost anything. Yeah. I in think all he, of twenty twenty. Yeah. Like since being at Gallifrey One. Yes. Which uh Christopher Eccleson was at. Yes. And 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 here's the best part. If you go and read the article um about uh, big finish approaching Chris Eccleston to do this. They actually approached him at Gallifrey one this year and yes. said, Hey, <laughs> you've seen all of what's going on. 
you, you, you've seen how much the fans love you. Look, they just sang happy birthday to you. Um, <laughs> I'm still to this moment thrilled to have been in that room to sing happy birthday to him. Yeah. Um, and, and not only that, but watch the amazing Ty Gooden and the amazing Deb Stanish interview him. Yes. That was, that was a just once in a lifetime interview. Um, how would you feel about reprising the role for our audio plays? <laughs> so great. And, and, and it just, just to think that we were part of the fandom there. Yeah. To kind of tip the scale. Yeah, pretty much. Go, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, I love I mean, it. It's, it's amazing. It is amazing. This is, this is a huge get. This is massive. We've always wanted more Ninth Doctor. I, I've always maintained that one season of him wasn't enough. I understand his reasons. I respect it completely. Absolutely. Um, I know I didn't at the time. I was upset. I yeah. Said, Dude, you just started. Like, why are you? What? <laughs> right. No, but I get it now. I get it now. So, so to be able to get... It's going to be four volumes, three adventures each volume, 12 stories total. It's basically another season. It's another season for sure, yes. You know, um, and you can actually right now order <laughs> all, 12. all four. Yeah, all, all four volumes. They are even doing a bundle. Yeah. If you just want to be like, look, I'm just going to drop the whatever it was, like 90 bucks. I think it might actually be, I think it's, let me check here. You can I want to say this. I want to say they said 88 pounds in the article, but I, again, I can't do conversions in my head. So the, da- uh, the, the downloadable version is $78. Okay. Okay. There we go. So pretty for, good. For just all four. Just be like, you know what? I know I'm going to want these. I'm just going to plunk it down right now. Yeah. Get that in my downloads as soon as it drops. As soon totally- as it drops. As soon as it drops. Um, you know, unfortunately, I can't drop... Just eighty bucks, guys. If oh, if man. you if you if you are on the fence, that's six fifty a story. There you go. <laughs> Call now. Operators are standing by, <laughs> which I never got because they're always sitting at desks. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You know they're not standing. The, no, clearly not. It's weird. Clearly not. I learned that from watching enough PBS pledge breaks. So yes, anyway, many. That, that is that is. I will be honest. This is a bigger news story than the War Games episodes four through six are. Yes, I'm, I'm uh, just yes. Say, this, this is this is huge. This is utterly huge. I've I've seen people, you know, tweeting the day after, two days after, going, "I still can't believe this is happening." It is. I it is still... insane. Uh, mainly because, and I said this on on the Who New podcast yesterday. I said it is insane to think that two years ago he was like. I hate Doctor Who still. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, sure, I'll sit in a booth and record 12 full audio adventures. Yeah. It's nuts, but he says like and I and I they were they were talking about it on the Who New podcast. They they were at the first con- I guess he was at Rose City before he came to Gallifrey. Okay. And they could see him kind of like when people would be like, "You're my doctor." He'd be like, "Haha, oh, that's great." And then he kind of slowly, they said they could see over time, he realized, like, holy crap, people actually do love my performance on this show. Um, and then we we tipped that for sure yeah. at, Gall- at Galley. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, really, folks, if you, want, if you want to hear what it was like, go back to our Gallifrey One episodes from this year uh, and listen to it. Because, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking back to... Just like I remember how chaotic the autograph lines and stuff were. Yeah, I think that might have also been a big factor for him. Just like look at like he had to stay. (laughs) I mean, he didn't have to, but he did. He did. But he chose to. Yes. You know, he he gave of his time and he stuck around so that everybody who wanted to could. Um, And and that is, I mean, if nothing else says that that's kind of tipped your scales to go, wow, you know, my my character, my work on this my whatever he said it was you know 18 18 months or yeah it was not whatever. a big part of his his in the grand scheme of things. career like I, re- I still remember him as the you know the the evil like general from 28 weeks later i mean i remember him or 28 days later i'm sorry yeah i remember him from heroes yeah right yeah 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 exactly you know i mean he has done so much and he's he's going on to do so much more um 
and so yeah here's this little part but yeah it is it is a big thing to the rest of us and i i you know yeah it's <laughs> I great i don't know what i'm trying to say now but it is no it's just it's a it's it's great i'm excited i'm excited for the fandom i i uh yeah this is gonna be like i know we go we're gonna review big finish but for sure we are doing these uh oh yeah absolutely very excited for all of oh, us yeah. This yeah, is also part of what's making us happy this week. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. And and hopefully, hopefully this is this is a a even though this is a big story that this is a little piece that maybe starts turning some gears with ten. Uh, oh no, we've got Tenant uh, that starts turning some gears with Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi or someday down oh the road. Oh my goodness! Uh, to get more adventures from all of them. Yeah, one can only hope. I, I almost wonder if they have already called everybody else and been like, well, we already did the 50th for now we have to we have to look forward for big finish to get. Could you imagine them getting four, five, six, seven, oh eight, nine, God. ten? I feel like I'm missing someone. If I mean, if they got well, 11 and 12 and 13, that'd be great. But yeah, I mean, you, you can't get the word out anymore, unfortunately. But. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, but, but, but yes, you know, and not only that, you now have David Bradley doing the first doctor, you know, you, yes. you you've got John Pertwee's son. Mm-hmm. I mean, they uh, could round it out. That would be insane if they could it, it figure would, it out. You know what? Put Time Lord Victorious to the curb. Let's get, <laughs> let, let's get, let's get Joe Martin in on this too. Yes. Right. Oh, where are the we, Joe Martin we, adventures? Oh, oh my goodness. god! That, Big finish. I, mean, I, They're just I would be doing it. I would be just fry from Futurama. Just shut up. And <laughs> just shut up. Well, I mean, she's probably not done. She's not done on the series, so gotta I hope not. Got to figure that. I, out. God, I hope not. I hope not. All right. <sighs> so I'm spent. Good night. I will. I will absolutely say thank you, uh, Big Finish and Christopher yes. Eccleson, for making yes, our episode yes. longer than thirty minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy shot against the War Games Ooh. episodes Ooh, four through man. six. All I can hear now is just that cannon fire from the opening scene. <laughs> all right. Heavy so the, <laughs> this week we watched the War Games episodes uh, four through six. Starring Patrick Troughton as the Doctor, Fraser Hines as Jamie, Wendy Padbury as Zoe, uh, David Seville as Carstairs, which is still the greatest name of all time. Right. Uh, Jane Sherwin as Lady Jennifer, and Noel Coleman as General Smythe. Who we suddenly don't see as much in four through six. So I probably should have updated that one. Yeah, it's fine. The the okay. uh, who else is in there? The the war. The war chief and mention of the warlord who we have not been yeah, intro uh, to and yet. The security guy whose name I can't remember. Oh my! And the um the is that is the security guy the uh, oh my goodness not the oh the the he's the do- oh, he's like a doctor he's a he's like a science professor kind of, kind of guy yes yeah 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 we'll, that, talk about we'll get to him uh, it was written by Terrence yeah, Dix and Malcolm Hook and it was directed by David Maloney it first aired April nineteenth through. Two, I almost did it again. <laughs> Two, June twenty first, nineteen sixty nine, is the seventh and final story of season six, and we have some story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at Tardis Wikia. Indeed, we do. Uh, not as many as last week, and I can guarantee you, not as many as next week, because a lot of notes for like episodes eight through ten. Um, I even get stuck, kind of. Uh, Kind of slightly mentioning episode seven in this case. <laughs> Bear with me here, folks. Producer Derek Sherwin's then wife, uh, we just mentioned Jane Sherwin, actually appears in the role of Lady Jennifer Buckingham. Oh, yeah, interesting. It's like, oh, uh, dear, would you like a part? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, the space time machines that the War Chief provides for the games are only named Side Rat. Now I've. I'd always called it Sidrat, but apparently it is pronounced Sidrat. Okay. Um, it's only men- it's only named once, um, and that apparently happens in episode seven, but I needed an, an extra note, so <clears throat> there you go. The acronym itself is never explained on screen, but Malcolm Hulk's novelization of the story 
reveals it stands for Space and Intertime Directional Robot All-Purpose Transporter. Yes. Or Side Rat is simply TARDIS in reverse. Yes. <laughs> That's funny because I was looking at it and I'm like, Taylor, like before I finished reading, I'm like, Taylor, it's just TARDIS in reverse. Oh, wait, never mind. Yep. I was getting there. Um, in episode five, when Zoe is in the interrogation room, if you look closely, her head becomes a little transparent. Uh, the same happened later on with the security chief when his stomach is transparent. Um, I did notice that. Scanning them, it literally was a bit of the camera work and what color you're wearing on set kind of thing. Whoops. Never wear green in front of a green screen. That's right. That is exactly right. Absolutely. All right. So we have a world famous synopsis from Taylor. So take it away. Yeah. Well, we'll see how exciting I can make these stories. (laughs) With our artist team separated, the doctor and Zoe infiltrate central command to try and determine who or what is behind the war games while Jamie and Lady Jennifer fight off Yankees, rebels and link up with the resistance before Jamie ultimately ends up in central command himself. Meanwhile, the war chief and his epic epic sideburns yes is starting to lose a bit of his grip on his own team and was that time lords i just heard mentioned for the first time only time itself will tell nailed it all right well then episodes four through six taylor what do you what are your overall feelings about these three episodes um overall it was good um like, I don't feel like the pacing suffered a whole lot. Um, as expected, you know, these episodes kind of were to expand the narrative, go a little bit deeper into stuff. Like, we spent more time in Central Command, which looked like an amazing Ikea. Uh, <laughs> we'll get for a very old prices right set at yeah. certain times. Um, than, than we were in the different time zones. My, my one complaint, which is where I feel like these three stories taken as a whole seem to suffer a little bit is that there just seemed to be a whole lot of that capture, escape, capture again, escape again, fool one guy. Well, that one guy talks to this other guy and, Oh, wait a second. I didn't say go do that. It, there, yeah. there, there's a little bit of trope there that is honestly pretty common for Dr. Who. Right. Um, but when you have a story that is 10 parts. Yeah. It, I think it got leaned on a little too heavily in these three. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping seven through ten next week, as we kind of like head to the climax of the story, is going to kind of like reinvigorate itself a bit. But the middle here is a little, um, a little flat. Yeah. But not bad. Yeah. No. 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 Not bad. It was. It wasn't. Um, wasn't my favorite. Um, I. You know, it was good, and I feel. But it wasn't great. I feel like last week we were getting into this bonkers story. Mm-hmm. We get the explanation of what's happening a little bit um, in four, five, and six. Yeah, but nothing really. And I don't know if it's just my state of mind at this point in time. But nothing really grabbed me as being overall like really great. That's not to say that there were wasn't some fun stuff in here. Yeah. Mainly, I, I think for my notes, mainly um, I got some costume design stuff and I got some set design stuff. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I don't really think there was anything that overall great. You know what? I will say um, I just call him Monocle Man. Yes. Uh, I know who you're talking about when you say that. His. Oh, no. I wish I, I knew his his character's name because that guy was putting on the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> Oh, he totally was. And his voice is honestly a little squeaky. Yeah. Like it would drove me a little nuts kind of having to listen to him sometimes, especially when he was playing the German officer, less so when he was the Confederate officer. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, I'm like, oh my God, dude, just, yeah, he, he definitely, he was turned up to 11. Oh my goodness. Um, but you know what? When you've got when you got three stories that are running a little on the flatter side, okay. If you got a chance to shine, shine. Um, and and I again, I I think we have to recognize and respect and admire the fact that this really is still a very epic tale. And what the effort that they put into 
set design and costume design, especially in Central Command, um, is is really, really impressive. Yes, absolutely. And for some reason, I cannot find this. Is this him? I can't find this this man. There are like 8 million people listed in the credits. Yes. And you think yes. he'd be one of the top ones because he's not German soldier, is he? No, this is like... No, he wouldn't be German soldier. I'm looking uh, up Von Welsh. Okay. Von Welsh. I just typed in monocle to find him. <laughs> and it's that's just like, hilarious. really? That's that's how we're, we're going to be able to find this guy? Yeah, Von, Von Welsh. Well, I, I loved his Von Welsh's grape jelly, so... Yes, very good. Uh, David I, I Garfield. I hate grape. Really? I do. It's because I, I, when I was a kid and I had like a bad cough, I'd be given Dimetap, and it was grape-flavored Dimetap. Oh. And so it turned me off to grape completely. Now, David Garfield, he did play, as I said, Von Welsh. He also yep. played... Uh, Neva and the Faces of Evil. Oh. And he also played Professor Stream in the Big Finish audio, The Hollows of Time. Wait, Neva? It's it might be Neva N E E V A. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not worried about the pronunciation. I'm like was was that the crazy like fanatic who had the glove for at? I think it was. It might have been Click, click on Neva. Bring up a picture of him because I swear to God, I think that's the same guy. I brought it up. He looks um, he's not wearing a hat. It is, it is. It's glove hat. It's glove hat guy. Yeah, baby oh glove my hat. God, that's him. I had no idea that was the same guy. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. That's good stuff. Excellent. There you go. Yeah, but I mean, Excellent. also, I mean, so David Garfield. Hats off to you, sir putting in great great performances in all of doctor who yes indeed holy smokes yeah because i i loved neva yes absolutely so i mean he he was great von welsh was great i loved him in this i thought he did a great job when he got captured he was just a very like smug villain and i really enjoyed that um i you know i i want to talk about (laughs) can we talk about these glasses with the yes. with the crosses, oh my god, yes, these are ridiculous. I love these, I love these so much. This is this is like something out of a Devo video. Yeah, absolutely, and I love that. For some reason, why does the doctor take his glasses off in the middle of? He's trying to be very like undercover when they go right. up into the bait, and he's just like, "Well, taking my glasses off now." Uh oh, this guy recognizes me. Which, um, yeah, yeah, no, that that's because. You're right. Uh, the doctor and Zoe, I almost said Jamie and Zoe, sorry. The doctor and Zoe go into this, like, I don't know, auditorium. Small yeah. Auditorium, small auditorium. Where where this dude. Uh, Who is my other favorite in this. Yes. Oh, my God. He's so good. He's so good. What is um, it? I think he might just be called the professor or scientist. Which would be. He is just called scientist. Okay. Um, so. Yeah. And he is uh, great. <laughs> Yeah, he's basically giving this like, oh, here's our upgraded model of how to brainwash these humans that we've we've basically taken from Earth, so we established that we're not on Earth. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, the doctor takes off his glasses because I, I I'm guessing they are supposed to block the brainwashing waves or something. I guess I that's what I inferred. Yeah from it but yeah but then then the war chief and his epic sideburns comes rocking up and like literally recognizes the doctor and i'm like oh dang yes which, know each other which is also just like and the doctor is like oh we got to get out of here yep so you, i you mean, literally hear like the barney rubble bongo yes feet go as he zips out of there which also just brings up that Time Lords can tell other who other Time Lords are. Well, yeah, because I don't I don't think we get any sort of reference that it's like, no. oh, I I've seen you as this incarnation. Yeah. No. There's nothing. It has to be an earlier one. There's nothing of that and it's annoying. Whatever. <laughs> um ugh. anyway, glasses are crazy. These are crazy yes. glasses. Also These are fantastic. the guards um, I don't oh, know yeah. what that was about, dude. These like they're 
full body spandex suits full full body like uh, i don't know if i call it spandex i'd say maybe more like leather or pleather pleather yeah you know and with the masks and everything i'm like all right little kinky but i'm not gonna judge <laughs> um but yeah they they just they they looked the part they looked so villainy i loved it Absolutely. and their guns were pretty cool too Yes. Oh, their guns were great. Really loved their guns. And I also like, um, I feel like the, we're kind of jumping around because there's uh, honestly, like you said, there's a lot of catch and release going on here. Yes. And a lot of sometimes trickery. And uh, yeah, there's not, there's not, if you, you know, if you really look at it, there's not a whole lot going on. Yes. Um, Now, this is getting back to, to our, to our guards here. I knew I had a note about them. I just had to go find it. These guards, they look like villains from an old Green Hornet story. Oh, my God. Yes. From the 60s. Yeah. Like old Green Hornet with those masks. Yes. That is totally what they look like. That's a good one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say like the there's a visual effect of a like a force field at one point that I thought was really cool. Yes. Um, I will also say, I mean, for me, the sets there's two sets in the spaceship that really kind of, or wherever we are, it's a spaceship (laughs) Um, or space base or whatever. Just put space in front of it. It sounds cooler. Uh, There's the the room. And I feel like, is this the war? um, It's not the warlords. No, because we haven't met him yet. Yeah. We haven't met him. It's it's, is it the war? um, The war chief. Is it the war chief's room? This like very, with the spiral, Oh, the my door God. that opens in it opens in the middle. Yes, I love it. That's yes. It's an insane it. d- design. Whoever came up with that uh, hats off because it's it's yeah. like a spiral circle spiral on the wall where the door is. The door opens in halves like straight up in a diagonal in the middle. And yeah. then the floor is just um, horizontal stripes. Yeah, I, I took one look at this room the very first time that they go into it, and I'm like, okay, this is like our MK Ultra mind control room. <laughs> yeah, which is instantly meant to disorient you. It's very disorienting every time oh, we went into it. It's but it but it is fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's so well done. Um, really, I think the winners of this batch of episodes is the set design and the costume design hands down yeah absolutely we also have uh, you mentioned it earlier the kind of ikea hallway here with um i guess they're supposed to be like sound screens i'm not really sure what they're supposed to be but they look cool they're yeah they're transparent so you can see through them and there's lots of like little dots and i don't know i thought i thought it looked pretty cool it was it's it's different it looked like it wasn't gonna fall over which is always a plus yeah <laughs> for Doctor Who in this era, yeah, totally yeah. Is. So that I mean, that was cool. I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed, as I stated earlier. Oh, it wasn't a cycloptic. Yes, it was. It only had one one eye stock going through. Um, the little device, not the little device. It's huge. This helmet. Yeah, it is. It's very long. Yeah. Um, that is also apparently that's what that's what these people do. They they just have pieces of glass that control that mind control people yeah it, it's crazy so they've got this kind of like vintage viewfinder with yeah. like an extension on it yes um and it's it's the i don't know the the, the truth i don't know if it yeah i don't seeker. the truth i don't know what it's called but i guess the truth seeker is fine and it's all it's also um shows you family photos yes which is great. exactly yeah now we yep. will you will see you my family's out. trip to Lake Tahoe. And then you put in the cartridge and it's like, okay, here's the Curious George story. Yes. And you go through, you take it out, and then like, here's the Smurfs one. I hope you haven't read this one already. <laughs> <laughs> Clicks through. Uh, I haven't. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I will. I mean, I also said the, the, pro- the professor or the scientist is I think the thing I really love about the scientist is he is challenged by the doctor and he's just he's just rolling with the punches like I don't think because you know like now see here sir who are you like that always happens like halfway through Mm -hmm. a conversation and I love that 
the scientist is just like, well, I'm going to have a full-blown conversation with this man, keep my cool the entire time. Well, and that, that's the thing is I think, I think a lot of times you get scientists portrayed as like, you know, I'm, I'm the scientist who just studies this thing so well and I don't know all the ins and outs and nobody gets it like I do. And then the doctor rocks up and, and I feel like I've even seen this in modern who it's like, Oh, Oh, you've got one of these things. Well, do, does it run on this? And, and suddenly the scientist goes, Oh, you're speaking my language. Yes. Oh, and then all of a sudden they drop their guard and it's like, Oh, well no, the, you turn it on by doing this, this, and this, and you can modify these settings this way. And they don't realize that they're giving away yes. all this information. Yes. So, so we've, we've got the scientist and the doctor comes up and instead of, this kind of take charge that we saw with like the prison guard last week, you know, we've got the, Oh, well, I'm going to inquire about all the sciencey bit things here. And suddenly boom, that, that gets the, the scientist to be like, Oh, you speak my language. Yes. <laughs> and it's, and it is, it's, it's, it's great. And I, it's, it's kind of weird because I don't, I don't think this like brainwashing tool I don't think like the little panel that they were looking at did it as much, but there were certain controls in central command that I think were simply based on like a toddler's magnet board. <laughs> and it just had like magnetic shapes on it as controls. Uh-huh. Cause there was even a close up at one point and the doctor's like, Oh yes, I think you I think you open the door by twiddling this. And it just like buttons and switches, like look at the keyboard in front of you, like, they are laid out in a particular order. Yeah. This looked like somebody just slapped a bunch of magnets on here and they weren't all lined up. They weren't neat and orderly. They were all just kind of jumbled. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'll, it's Doctor Who. I'm going to run with it being like, okay, these are the controls. But I really think you guys just like, you know, ran down to like the, the elementary school supply store. Yeah. And, and got some magnet boards in some shapes. And we're like, these are our controls now. I will say, like you mentioned the controls, there is, I believe, a scene in episode six where okay. um, the doctor is seemingly just control. The thing that I found weird is this 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 ship that we're on and not on. We can just hear it. We c- it's making TARDIS noises for literally everyone to hear. Yes, and nobody's like, "Hey, wait a minute." Thank you. Thank you, know? you for pointing that out because. Yes. In in our first batch of episodes last week, when the side rat arrives, which is which is our, our, our little box that the troops come in and out of. Yeah. Right. Um, um it it kind of makes like TARDIS sounds without having the handbrake on. Yes. Right? So it's not making the scrapey sound, mm-hmm. but it's making all the voop voopy sounds. Yes. Vorp vorp. That's, that's the tech. Well, see, the the warp warp is is actually your screechy sound, mm. um, <laughs> but this is this is this is making the other sounds. You're looking for words, and I'm not finding them, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but all of a sudden, in this batch of episodes, we get the handbrake sound. We get the warp. Yes, and 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 more than once, I waited for the doctor to go. Wait a second, I know that sound. Well, and he never does. I think because he knows what's up, and he doesn't. He's not telling anyone. It's what I think is happening. You would think Jamie or Zoe would say something. Yes, you would. Um, and they didn't. So I don't and know what did. that is about. Because yeah. he's seemingly just like at the controls at the end, just you know making making do with what he has. And it's like, well, how would he know? Yeah. I mean, you know, besides being the doctor, very smart, smartest man in the room, smartest being in the room. But you know that just that struck struck me as very odd. Like, yep. why is no one saying anything? Um, the other thing I really did enjoy about this was all the cliffhangers. Once again, great. Yes. Um, they, I mean, they, yeah. The first one, I believe, is it was. What was hey, the first? He recognizes one? us. Is the board chief recognizing the doctor? Oh yes, recognizing them. Um, the. The second one is you guys are about to be crushed in like 30 seconds if you don't tell me what's going on. And then I feel like, oh, no, the, fir- the first one is um, doesn't he have a gun? He has the gun to 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 Zoe, isn't that or Zoe? Isn't that the first one? No, I think that's I think that's the second one. Oh, OK. 
because I have I have comments for the the cliffhangers for four and six, and one is, oh crap, the word you've recognized is the doctor, and my last one is, oh man, they're shrinking the insides. Yeah, they're going to get crushed in third. Yes, okay, yeah. So I, again, solid, and I do recall one through three had solid cliffhangers as well. Oh yeah, one through three had great cliffhangers. So solid cliffhangers through and through, but I mean, there was a lot to like about this, but. I don't know. I, something left to be desired. It didn't have quite the punch. Yeah. That and and part of that was obviously we've got this world building. Yeah. Going on in the first three episodes, and there's a lot of questioning. There's like, where are we? What is going on? Um, now we we kind of know what's going on. Yeah. We don't quite know where we are. So the, um, you know, the crumbs of mystery that are being fed to us in episodes four, five, and six are not as many. Mm -hmm. This is, this is more the, uh, we're going to show you some action episodes, but that action is like you said, a lot of catch and release. Yeah. Um, which, Hey, everything in moderation, it works. It totally works. But when you overdo it, it's like, Oh, weren't you guys just captured or didn't you guys just escape? Yeah. Uh, And, and that, that will drag a story a little bit. Absolutely. Um, I don't have anything else. (laughs) Um, I, you know what? I have a question though. Yes. I do have one. Excuse me. In episode six, Mm -hmm. um, I think it was our scientist i don't think it was our security officer i could have been wrong though who's doing like a brain scan yes because because oh. they're, they're doing they're doing the view master on them and like i'm from the 21st century like you can't be from the 21st i'm from the 21st century right and so they do this this brain scan of like one guy or like car stairs or something and it's it's a normal brain it looks all you know twisty <laughs> bumpy yes. and everything and then they scan Jamie's brain, and 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 all I see is a grid, and I'm like, why is Jamie's brain a grid? It looked like There's no explanation about it. it I'm it, a little worried for him. Yeah, it was weird. Um, the scientist analyzes Jamie's brain and finds the pattern different to the other resistance fighters. Yes. Um, yeah, why does it look like it looks like a it looks like a a Devo uh hat the outline a little of it. bit it's like very a strange i don't I, I have no answer to that okay i mean their answer was because he hasn't been uh reprocessed yet or processed the first time so that's why his yeah. brain pattern looks like that but also it how would that brain fit into his head i don't know yeah it i'm i'm honestly i'm i'm not sure i do i do have this is more of an opinion question. Um, so back in episode five, right? Mm-hmm. The, the doctor um, and others uh, overpower the scientist, put him into his own machine. Yes. And hightail it out of there. And I had a moment and I went, Ooh, how do I feel about the doctor leaving that scientist in his own machine? And also saying better leave him on simmer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yes. um, I mean, a the scientist who... Of an who, almost six-doctory callous comment. Yeah, very weird because, I mean, the scientist seemingly, you know, just doing his job. Yeah. Um, I mean, he also saved Zoe from being shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he, you know, he has some sort of compassion. Granted, yes, he is brainwashing people, but he is just doing his job, I guess. But, yeah, it seemed very weird just to leave him in there. And to throw the jabby line about <laughs> leaving him in there to simmer. Yeah, I, that just it didn't it didn't sit great with me, and I was kind of curious if I was just maybe I was just being sensitive or what. I don't know. It was it was a very weird moment. I thought. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now we move on. As soon as I reach out and touch this, do we have any last words? There we go. Last words. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't really, really have anything here. All right, here we go. I've got all the machinery I need. 
Stand back. It's time for the For those just randomly tuning in, the Duggan Scale, our patron saint of Podcastica, Duggan. Yes. He lo- he uses his fists. He fights first and asks questions later. So anytime he asks some- them at all. Yeah, or if he asks them at all, yes. <laughs> so anytime anything gets smashed, we give it a rating on the Duggan scale, or if there's any sort of just crazy destruction. Here, I feel like the only- we did have some... Um, some gunfights, but yep. I mean, we did have Jamie punching out a dude, which got, I was we, like, yeah. We did have that. We did also have a little bit of dissension amongst the resistance fighters. Oh, yes. Um, and a bit of a throwdown between these guys. However, if you watch closely, um, a good handful of the thrown punches don't connect. And if you also watch closely, it looks like some of them really do. What? <laughs> There's like one, True. and I was like, oh, man, that guy got hit real bad. And I could have been wrong, but it, I think it did come immediately after one that didn't land at all. So maybe he's like, I got to make this one look good. Oh, no. because yeah, There are some that it's like, oh, buddy, you, you're a country mile away yes. from yeah. this guy. Like we need to work on our camera angles a little bit to improve this, but uh, I'm I personally I'm gonna have to kind of ding them a little bit for these these missed punches. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I I would give this, and it might be a little low. I'm gonna go th- uh, three and three quarters. Wow, that might be this. This might that be might the be the lowest quarter. Yeah, we've ever got. I mean, we got I the would, Jamie was... punch, which is great, but you know you mm-hmm. got to dock them for points for missing stuff. Yeah. No, that's that's true. I and I, you know, I, I say this every week. I, I tend to be a little bit more generous uh, with my numbers, but overall, I was still kind of in the four and a half range. All right, we're not too far off. No, 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 no. And and again, I, like I said, I think I think that's I think you've given us our first three quarters ever. Yeah, three and three quarters. <laughs> Why not? Why not? All right. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the scale. <laughs> what are we thinking here? I don't even know. I, you know, it's <clears throat> it's it's tough to do this when we are separating them into three separate groups. Right. I mean, really, it's 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 almost better looked at as a whole. But since you played the music, I got at least got to say something. Um, <laughs> I. I don't think it's particularly scary um, and I don't think it's particularly violent mm-hmm. um, at, at least in terms of like, you know, Oh my God, this whole squadron of guys just got killed or whatever. Right. Um, again, I, 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 I think, and again, I'm always thinking in terms of my kids. I, I just, I don't think they'd be particularly gripped. Yes. So by may- the story, by the fact that it's black and white. Right. So basically the same as last week. The only reason they'd be hiding behind the couch is to uh, play Animal Crossing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Or, or my son has just started a uh, complete replay of Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, nice. He's doing that one over again. He's like, yeah, you know what? I, I want to start over from the beginning with this. I'm like, really? That's cool. Yeah. All right, man. Cool. Good deal. There was a summer so. where my sister beat Mario 64 I th- I want to say it was daily. Oh my god! It was nuts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 I it's it's funny because he just tried uh, thirty minutes worth of Banjo and Kazooie on the N sixty four. Oh. And he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> Fair. He's like, I can at least say I tried it. And I'm like, that's that's all. There it's, you go. It's all good, dude. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's it for us this week. Next week. War Games, episodes 7 through 10, starring quite literally everyone that we've just spoken about. I'm excited. I mean, this is the end. This is the end of Troughton's run here. Um, Yeah. I have never fully seen it, so. Yeah, nor nor have I, but uh, I understand that uh, uh, episode 8, despite the fact that it didn't get great ratings at the time, does drop some... uh, uh, some fascinating bits of universe expanding stuff for the doctor. Ooh, excellent. I like that. Yep. Yep. 
I like that. All right. So until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and also Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Look for our awesome artwork. It's Taylor and I inside of a TARDIS. I guess we're popping out of the TARDIS because if we were inside it, you couldn't see us. <laughs> Not if you were looking at the outside of the TARDIS, ab- no. Right, absolutely. Uh, rate and review us as well. And also head on over to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, to donate monetarily if you want one of our t-shirts that has said logo on it, notlg.spreadshirt.com or patreon.com slash notlg. But the mission remains the same. If you have a friend or an artist you like, an independent artist, support them any way you can. Retweets monetarily, word of mouth. I don't know, just yell out your balcony. Somebody, yeah. will, somebody will figure it out if you have a balcony. If you don't, Figure and, it out. And hey, if you want to, share us by word of mouth. Yes. We always appreciate that. We absolutely do. Come on now. We're 200 episodes in. It, that has got a warrant. <laughs> Some sort of retweet or yes. anything. All and, right. And, and for those of you who are already out there liking and retweeting our stuff on Twitter and, and, and stuff on Facebook, thank you. We do appreciate it. We yes. do notice it. We do. Absolutely. Thank you for sticking with us on this journey through Doctor Who. Oh, man, we got to figure out what we're going to watch after this. Oh, man. Yeah, I've got about a week. To yeah, it out. It's, all, it's all on you. All right, Come well. Up with something good. Yes, and uh, so episode 202 is coming up next. That'll be the War Games episode 7 through 10, and we will talk to you guys next week. See ya. See ya. And joining me every time we put one of those, oh man, I forgot what they were, those Fisher-Price things on our heads and make people do what we want them to do is my good friend Taylor. I'm going to redo that. <laughs> <laughs>